0: This episode of Support Women in Sports is brought to you by our partner, Openly. Their mission is to empower honest conversations about jobs and careers in sports. Openly allows users to browse reviews and leave ratings for over a thousand professional teams, leagues, colleges, and third-party organizations in the sports industry. It's similar to the site Glassdoor, but for sports professionals. You can sign up to be an early access user before the Openly platform publicly launches at OpenlyHQ.com or follow them on Twitter at OpenlyHQ. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Support Women in Sports podcast. We are so happy that you're listening. Um, as a lot of you know, we started our platform from a sticker, and it's grown into a very supportive Twitter community um, and now a podcast. So thanks for joining in. Thanks for supporting Women in Sports. It's Alana and I. Alana, I will let you introduce our guests today.
1: Yeah. Hey everybody. Our guest today is Brie Lewerke. She is currently full-time at Sports Engine in marketing and social and is also a freelance photographer.
2: Hi guys. Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're excited that you're on. Um, To start out, would you like to tell us a little bit about like your background and journey in sports so far?
2: yeah so I'll try to make it as short as possible. Uh, when I was let's start when I was in college. So I was born and raised in Iowa, like a small Iowa town um, of about thirty five thousand people. and then I went to college at University of Northern Iowa, which is kind of another smaller town, smaller college. It's a d one sports college, but um, not as big as the the big ones out there. And so when I was there, I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to get into yet, like the early years of college and then, I decided to major in public relations and marketing, just because I knew that could apply to any industry. And when I was just thinking of what I was really passionate about when I was in college, it always came back to sports. Like I grew up a huge Minnesota Vikings fan. So I watched the NFL a lot and uh, was super into March Madness and NBA and all that stuff. And so I was like, I think I need to like try to get into sports. Like, uh, but as like someone who wasn't a sports management major or anything in that field, I was kind of worried about getting a job and landing a job. And so I was actually working at John Deere, which is like most typical Iowa thing ever. Um, I was working full time one of my college summers and I was just applying on teamwork online for like every sports job that I thought I could do. I probably applied for like 50 jobs at least that summer. And I got two calls back, uh, about an interview and one was from the Redskins and one was from, sorry, the Washington NFL team now. And one was from, uh, the Washington wizards. And, Somehow with my experience of like John Deere in the school newspaper, the Wizards hired me and uh, for an internship in my senior year of college, which was 2015, uh, fall of 2015. And so I had like, I think a week to like pick up and move to DC and start this internship from Iowa. And um, I got out to DC and I lived there for five to six months. And I took a, my, my specific internship was I think it was guest services event planning intern. So I basically worked with like when the season ticket holders uh, bought their season tickets, they got a guest services rep to make sure they were happy and stuff. And they had events for them and everything. And I helped plan those events, like going to six flags with the season ticket holders and the team and like after game signings and all that kind of stuff. And then I just helped with miscellaneous stuff around the organization, which happens with a lot of interns. And so after this internship, I really love DC. I love working for an MBA team. Um, I knew that sports was like where I belonged. Um, and so I moved back and I finished my spring semester at UNI. And then I graduated in 2016. And uh, when I graduated, of course, everybody wants to find like their perfect full time job outside of graduation. But uh, I actually got offered an internship at the company that I'm at now. So this gets a little confusing, but the company I'm at now is called Sports Engine. It's an NBC sports company. It was bought out in 2016 when I started. And it's basically a sports technology company for, so we provide like websites and registration services and technology service from like USA basketball, USA softball, a lot of like the national governing bodies, like the USA teams, all the way down to like, little leagues and volleyball clubs and stuff for youth sports so we're very centered around technology but when I came in as an intern there was this like niche little part of sports engine that covered elite basketball and it was basically just used as like a media website to gain like advertiser traffic and get like these elite basketball teams like to use our platform and technology as kind of that bridge it was very interesting connection to sports engine but it was there and it was like involved with basketball and so I was like okay I'm in so I took a part-time internship with what was called D1 Circuit and it covered the Nike Elite Youth Basketball League which is basically sponsored by Nike it's like the top 40 basketball uh, grassroots like AAU teams in the country and many of them go on to play in the NBA and we basically like as like ESPN is to the NBA, D1 circuit is to the Nike EYBL. So we were just the main media coverage of this league and that was kind of where I got into like photography and design and at the t- time I was interviewing athletes and just kind of the all around media coverage I just fell in love with. I had never had any interest like in photography before that, which is crazy, but I just knew that like the website and the social media content was missing photography. It was missing graphic design. It was very focused on like statistics and just tweeting out the statistics at the time. So I kind of brought in that creative element and it was, I was lucky because I had a lot of creative freedom, um, which was good because I was really bad at first. Like I was completely self-taught. I was learning Photoshop and photography from YouTube and just trying to figure it out along the way and really fell in love with it. And then that, that media, uh, entity kind of died off. And so now I'm just in like the general marketing of sports engine as a whole, but I run all of our social media properties and, but I wanted to keep going with all of the photography and design and everything. So I do a lot of that freelance now and in my free time. So I'll take on, um, some different photography projects or social media or design projects with, um, athletes or brands or stuff like that. So It's a very interesting journey and it's kind of complex, but I'm definitely grateful that it got me to where I am today.
0: So yeah, for sure. Um, I love how you mentioned the whole self-taught portion of it. I think there's a lot of creatives in the industry who are all self-taught. Personally, I was the very exact same way. I learned photography and Photoshop all through YouTube. Uh, YouTube University is uh, a creative field. I always joke about that. Yeah. I think that's great. And I think like advice to anybody going into the industry too, it's like take a risk sometimes and it might not be like what you want to do like full time, but eventually it's going to get you into that, into that role. So I think that's awesome that you mentioned that and just always learning too. is something that's huge in this industry.
2: Yeah. And don't, don't be afraid to be bad because you're never going to like, you look at all of these awesome photographs and designs when you're starting out and you think you can't ever get there, but all it takes is just practice and a willingness to like fail and not be perfect because the more you do it, the more, like the more you're going to get better at it and you're going to, you're going to get to those things that you want to like the good photographs and the good designs that you want to be at. So.
1: So Brie, I know that you mentioned, you know, like you worked with like D1 Circuit and, you know, like the different like Nike elite teams. What is it like working with younger athletes? I feel like all we ever really see on like social media and stuff is the pro teams, like the NBA, the WNBA, you know, things like that. No one really talks about like those elite teams and like the different tournaments that go around. So what what's kind of your experience with that?
2: So it's crazy. So before I got into it, like I had heard of the league, but I had never followed it closely or seen what it was like. And in summer of 2016, I went to my first Peach Jam, which is basically like the championship, like these Nike elite teams, like all 40 of them play in four tournaments. And then 24 of those teams go on to Peach Jam, the championship. And that's like the most prestigious championship you can get in high school sports. And so I went to that, that was my first event and I got there and it was like, just, it was huge. It was so many people like the banners, they have like rooms with like Nike products and people wait in line for hours to see these games. There were so many NBA players there who are either like with their teams, like there's team CP3. And so Chris Paul's there, or they're just there to watch. And, um, any college coach you can think of like coach K coach Calipari, uh, Roy Williams, they're all there to watch these kids. So I was just honestly blown away at first because it's just like this extremely elite league that like is almost very niche. Like people don't really know about it until these kids go on to the NBA. But um, working with high school athletes specifically, I was super nervous because I kind of just got thrown into like interviewing these athletes. I had never, you know, gone to school for journalism or wanted to be a reporter necessarily. But again, we were just missing like so many gaps. So I kind of filled them. And so um, it's crazy because you have to remind yourself that these kids are like 16. And I'm like, when I was 16, like, I felt like I was so immature and like, didn't know what was going on. But they're like, so well versed with media. And they're respectful. Like, of course, they're like kids and they like goof around all the time and stuff. So like, that's fun to see. But like, their level of professionalism. And it's probably just because they're on these like elite leagues where they're so used to getting this media attention. But um, I was really blown away at like how professional they were during interviews and how well they were able to speak and stuff. Because I just like, I try to put myself in my 16 year old shoes. And I just feel like I was way less mature than they were. Um, But it's awesome, because there's like at that age, they're so grateful for the coverage, because they're trying to go to uh, they're trying to get recruited or they're trying to go to a college or their dream is to go to the NBA. So at that point, like they want all the media coverage and attention that they can get. Of course, like some of that gets annoying when they want all the attention and want all the pictures or whatever that is. It's really cool to see them like grateful for this coverage because of course, when you're like in the MBA and you've had this media coverage and questions for so long, I'm sure you're just kind of tired of it at that point, but these kids want it because this kind of impacts like their future and where they're going to go to college and who is going to see them and notice them. So it's really cool to see like how appreciative they are of people like me who are media covering them. And like, I've kind of been working with a girl's high school player named Paige Beckers recently. And like girls are even more like humble and grateful than guys. Like they're so like, she's just, you would never think she has like half a million followers on Instagram. Like they're just really grateful to like have genuine people in the industry who like, don't just care about like how we benefit off of her, but like care about them as individuals. So it's definitely different. Like, I feel like I haven't worked as closely around NBA players um, mm-hmm. besides when I was at the wizards, but I haven't done a lot of media coverage with them. So I feel like it's definitely a different dynamic just because uh, they're, they're grateful to have any coverage that they can get. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay, first off, Paige is the GOAT, and I cannot see, can't wait to see what she does at UConn. Um, she is going to be, be, so be a star. Good. Yes, she is. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't, so I was in Minnesota for, like, the past three years, and, like, there was just so much hype around her, like, constantly, so it's just really cool to see. And then also, like, Open Doors posted out the other day, like, she has, like, she can gain, like, the most revenue out of like social media endorsements out of any other college student athlete so that's really cool to see the girl power is definitely there and she's just she's so good I know her
2: engagement on social is absolutely bonkers like I just can't like the amount of comments and like attention that she gets on social is just crazy which is awesome because women totally deserve that and yeah she's gotten so much attention here over the last few years and I like never wanted to be someone who just like kind of jumped in because I saw she was getting attention like I wanted to to, like build a relationship with her first and then I could come out and shoot Mm -hmm. her games and stuff and so then lead to report asked me to take some photos of her for like an editorial feature they were doing on her and so I did that this last year. And that was kind of when I like met her and got to like build a relationship. And then I started coming to shoot her games and do other shoots with her and stuff. So I always don't want to like just jump on the train because everybody's on it. Like I want to make sure that there's like a genuine connection before like I use her for my photography, uh,
0: like account or whatever it is. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I think that's really important, like building relationships with athletes and stuff like that. And it takes a long time and it's definitely a process and a lot of people just don't understand like how that process happens. So, but yeah, I guess like right now too, like kind of shifting from the youth sports back to pro sports, like obviously you follow basketball pretty closely. What has been some of your favorite pieces of social media content coming out of like the NBA and WNBA bubbles right now?
2: Oh my gosh. There's so much. I think, I think the coolest thing right now is like, we have this like almost like inside source who is getting like, not just the games and everything, but like when they go to the beach and when they're at yeah. and, like, when they have pool parties and are doing belly flops, like, it's just like so weird to think that we are in this, but like, I absolutely have loved like how much coverage we're getting of like their entire experience. I think that's just, there's never going to be an opportunity like this again. We're never going to see these players having their kids in the bubble and what that's like. And then like, obviously a few of them, like Lexi Brown is vlogging and, um, some of the NBA players are vlogging too. And just so like getting that inside experience, because I'm, I mean, I'm sure that there's not that much that they can do like in one place at the same time. So the NBA, like, it's been really cool to see the players themselves creating content. Like I can't imagine any other time that that would have happened when they would blog their days during the NBA season and make content out of it like it's just it wouldn't make sense because they have other people to do that for them but um, I have just really loved having like an inside scoop on like I I really feel like I'm there like when it first started I was like I kind of feel like I know what this is like like I can imagine what their days are like and what it's like being inside the bubble so I think it's just like a really unique time to like share stories off the court and then have players sharing the stories for themselves too instead of like the media or the team personnel so
0: yeah yeah. I definitely hope to see it kind of keep trending like that even after COVID eventually fingers crossed goes away and all of that I think it's been it's been awesome to see and who knows maybe maybe some NBA players after they retire will become content creators yeah who knows (laughs)
1: seriously I saw like how they turned their hotel room into a weight room and it was so funny because then you see I think she's a content creator for an NBA team she was like why do I hear like this noise above me and then like she goes and like replies her on tweet she's like I have found like the source and it's them like deadlifting." and I'm just like oh my god and it's so funny because like I've gone I've gone to Disney World I have friends that work in Disney World and you just like see these hotel rooms and they're like yeah like they they turned into a gym because like that's you know that's the bubble life really it's what it is <laughs> but it's been really awesome to see the behind the scenes um I know you briefly kind of touched on it with like Paige and like the girl power and seeing like how awesome she's been what are kind of the challenges that you've faced
2: being a woman in sports yeah so I feel like I didn't really even, you know, I always knew that like being a woman in sports would be harder, like just to get into the industry in general, but then I didn't really expect like kind of what it would be like once I actually got in there. So I, I would say like, you know, stuff came out recently about like organizations that have had really bad experiences with women in sports. And I don't have necessarily a terrible experience like that to share. But um, when I did start, I was at, like a really really low salary which is just what sports is in general like that's just anybody who's in sports but I was very very underpaid and compared to someone who is in a, like a similar position to me and so I've kind of like had to always fight for like fairness when it comes to like pay and like e- like equal pay for all of the work that I'm putting in and then the other thing that um comes with that is just like kind of like the general respect from the industry like of course being a woman in sports like when I would interview athletes or like like some of them would make comments or something like that, or coaches would make comments that I would notice. and like it's sad because you almost are just like you just try to ignore it. You're like, this is expected, but it shouldn't be expected. Like this shouldn't be the norm. And I think that's the problem is for so many years, it's just like you get a pretty girl to like be a reporter on TV and then you discuss how pretty she is, and you don't really focus on the work that she's bringing or the talent or the skill that she's bringing to the organization and so I like once I actually like the Twitter community is kind of what has like pointed out to me like all of these issues that we have as women in sports but I think it's also really awesome to know how many women in sports there are now we have a long way to go like for equality total for women and women of color of course but like when I got on Twitter and really started getting into like the NBA Twitter community and just the sports community on Twitter in general, I have seen more support there than like I've ever seen in my entire life. Like women on Twitter support women on like in sports on Twitter, like a hundred percent. I've never seen a stronger and more supportive community than the women in sports Twitter. And so, um, like those times where I felt like discouraged, like, I'm just in front of the camera for my looks, or maybe I got this job for my looks or, um, you know, that kind of thing. I'm not, I like go back to Twitter and I'll get supported by people. And I'm like, no, like I'm in this position because I'm talented because I'm passionate about sports like this. Like I should never discredit myself to think that it's just because of my looks or whatever, like superficial like that. So, Um, there's been ups and downs with everything, of course, when it comes to like equality in this industry, but I think that we're farther along now than ever before. I think finally people are like respecting and watching and encouraging others to watch the NBA. People are hopefully like respecting women more and realizing that they deserve equal treatment and equal pay in the workforce. Um, I know we have such a long way to go, but I've never like been as hopeful as I am now. Like I've been in the industry for about four years now and I've never seen a movement like this to support women as strong as it is now. So like, I would say I haven't had any terrible experiences, just times where I like wonder why I'm in the position that I am. But, um, at this point I'm confident that I'm, I'm here because I'm, I'm
0: talented enough to be here. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I was just gonna say, I feel like um, a lot of the people that we've talked to, or like that I've talked to, even just like networking, it's a lot of like that imposter syndrome, too. It's like, maybe I didn't have that experience. But you know, feeling the doubt or, you know, wondering why I'm here and things like that. It's definitely something that people in general struggle with. But I really feel it's common with women in sports. It's just, you know, questioning like, why am I here? like why am I doing this? What if it's just because I look pretty or something, or what if it's just I think a lot of people talk about it as like a token of like diversity, like what if it's just so that they can say it's diverse and really just like questioning it
2: all? yep, you nailed it that's exactly it, and it's sad that we do have to question that because we should all just feel so confident in ourselves that we know that we earned it but um I think I think we'll I think we're we're just going to keep progressing in this area. And hopefully, the little girls that want to be in sports someday will feel more welcome when they get there. So,
0: yeah, I mean, that's the whole goal of like why we're doing this and like with the Twitter account and podcast. And I mean, ideally, like, hopefully, this trickles down to even like youth sports because I feel like, especially like a lot of girls in high school, like, it's kind of when they stop playing sports because like they just don't really feel welcomed anymore. So, yeah, kind of like the goal why we're doing this and, and all of that. So thank you so much for coming on. It was great talking with you. Yeah, likewise. Thank you guys so much for having me.
2: Thank you, Brie. We really appreciate it.